1: Kids, do you like professional wrestling? We like professional wrestling, too. This is Shake Them Rubs. I am Jeff Hawkins, along with Chris Novembrino. Chris, it is officially summer. Have you made your summer playlist yet?
0: Uh, I have not made my summer playlist, <laughs> but we have arrived at the point of the summer where Texas is over 100 degrees, and I am the man with two air conditioning units
1: oh I, you uh, are king in your place
0: i am you know they say in the land of the blind the man with one eye is king in the apartment complex with the underperforming air conditioning unit the man who took the time to buy a window unit years ago just to have in hand just on just in case it's anything with the space heater not too expensive investment people worth having when it's really hot uh, right now temperatures inside the uh, palace the cat palace reasonable very reasonable without the window unit it was it wasn't happening it was it was not happening but uh, I, I I'm chill but uh, it, it is it is toasty Hawkins and even when I go outside you know it's even if it's cool inside it doesn't matter like you step outside and you you get into that hundred degree weather and within about three minutes you're like oh no this this is bad this is this is unpleasant.
1: I solved an eight-year problem with my quote unquote new air conditioner that was driving me nuts because it you was, found love? No, no i never gonna figure that one out. Oh no, okay. it's, it's it, it was leaking into my uh onto my floorboards and warping them and things like that. And I was like, well, what the hell's going on? Where's this leak? Can you find this leak? And the people who installed it couldn't do it. And you know, it was just it was driving me nuts. So I, I sat there and I watched and and the internet solved this problem for me on Reddit of all things. I was like, thank you very much. Turns out my they needed to put a drip pan underneath where my refrigerant lines were because they were condensing because of the hotness of the valley and the air and the cold pipes. So, I had a choice to either insulate those pipes or get a drip pan. So, I went down to the local hardware store, insulated the pipes all by myself, and now I have no more dripping. I have no more gray spots in my ceiling tiles from the dripping. I have no more complaints from the unit downstairs about it condensing and, and flooding their place. I am happy. And I feel like a man. So
0: yeah, look at us. We are resourceful, functional, viable males. Hawkins.
1: What are you doing watching wrestling, which is
0: a I, I, I don't know. That, <laughs> that's kind of dragging me down right now.
1: Uh, oh, it's interesting. We will do a preview of the Forbidden Door. Quick plug. I'll be on the Fightful post show. So all the hot takes of that show will be through me. Person not terribly looking forward to the show, but uh, we'll we'll go through a preview and, and I'll tell you why in a bit. But uh, first, the news. Uh, sad news. After post time yesterday came out that... Uh, WWE longtime referee, Tim White passed away for those who of a certain age, they might remember he owned the bar where JBL and Farouk would always go and trash it every time they were in town. I forgot what town it was, but they'd go in and Vince McMahon would literally pay for it to get remodeled after trashing the dumb thing. Also, one of the most tasteless sketches ever on WWE television where Tim White committed suicide of all things (laughs) but lots of love from the community from the wrestlers the wrestlers absolutely adored the guy from what i read um i don't know if you can have tim white memories per se because you know it's one of those things where referees were never really put up there except for this thing about the bar that JBL and Farouk would go in there. And of course the committing suicide thing, Chris, but if you have any, because he is more of your generation of fandom.
0: Yeah, for please. sure. I like, I definitely, when you say Tim white, I immediately knew who he was. I was trying to think of matches that I could recall him in. And you know, it, it's like, I can't recall any key like Tim white spots in a match or anything like that. But I I mean, you don't necessarily need to be always paying attention to the guy in and if
1: you last that long in that company, you're doing something right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, and little
1: nature has been there forever, which floors me at times because at the beginning of shake them ropes, I was told by somebody who knew, Oh, they're phasing them out years later. Still there.
0: I mean, that's, that's, that's what I can really say about Tim Wyatt. Is that like, yeah, yeah, he had a nice little, he had a nice run and he was a solid referee and you know, I mean, again, I'm you, still
1: mad about the suicide thing. I think that is the most taste. I, I, I will go on record and say that is the most tasteless thing I think they've ever done. Although <laughs> I've been going through a lot of those this week because of, of the whole Vince McMahon thing. I came upon one from the old ECW. I forgot where he looks at Sabu and goes, look, a member of the Taliban. I just went, oh, my God, I can't believe he said that out loud.
0: I mean, a lot of like, the, like the Stacey Keebler bits and those yeah. sorts of Mr. McMahon bits. Have, the,
1: creepy, are, are... the creepy sexual stuff is bad. Especially
0: it, given what we now know yes, about him, because yes. it feels like it's speaking to a pathology.
1: Speaking of which, <laughs> great transition, Mr. Brino. I do what I can. Uh, reading from the wrestling observer, Stephanie McMahon being put in power was said to be based on the decision of a special committee, which would be the eight members of the board of directors that were not Nick con Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, or Paul Levesque. It was Vince McMahon's decision to leave, leave, but the board's decision, not Vince's of who to put in her place. It should be noted that of the side side of the company that buried her on the way out. None of that came from the members of the special committee, but from others in the company. I, man, I don't know
0: what to the plot here. thickens here.
1: See, I, if you take it at face value, I'm not so sure. I, I really am not. I think it's one of those things where it's like for couple for, for plausible deniability, they're saying that the other eight members, not, not, not that Dave is lying, but I think somebody may have worked. Dave, don't get me wrong, but it's one of those things. But if it's true though, very intriguing.
0: Yes. It is. Well, no, because it's like, it's not clear who's on whose side. And yeah, like, you know, who's playing who here. And especially with Stephanie, like the psychology of Stephanie during all of this still remains a bit of a sphinx to me.
1: I, I tell you something. She is the most fascinating member of the McMahon family to me because I hated her when she was in charge of creative from all the stories that I heard from people who worked there and all the things where it was, but it was a lot of Vince service and about, well, you can't sneeze in front of him and, you know, dressing people down and crap like that stories I heard, but I know writers now absolutely adore working with her. So it's one of those things when they, when they've had to. So it's one of those things where I want to know who the real Stephanie McMahon is at times uh so yeah that, that'll be interesting to go uh breaking news from last week uh after we went as well is that john loranitis had been put on administrative leave let's both take our victory lap on that one chris and that bruce pritchard had been named new head of talent relations pritchard being put in that position would seem most to indicate that vince mcmahon is still calling the shots mcmahon's still running television while loranitis is out <laughs> and it's a double standard but there will always be a double standard for the top people and nobody is more a top person than mcmahon because that's dave writing the key is that lorinitis was not replaced nor was somebody new elevated into the position yes vince's vince's inner counsel, gonna be vince's inner counsel. and god knows bruce pritchard just always seems to land on his feet
0: it's it's amazing. Maybe there's like a loophole where McMahon can't add anyone new, but he can move people around still.
1: He, he wants his allies still in place. Yeah, I, yeah right, right. I, I think yeah. he knows that there's a there's a there's a there's a uh, there's a flank coming. He just doesn't know from who or what. I don't know. I, I'm still of the impression that when Vince McMahon dies, his head's going to be put in a robot. Or his brain's gonna be putting a robot, and he's gonna just book this company forever. I just, I, it, it's just, it's.
0: I um, see Hawkins now. I'm starting to think that Mecca McMahon comes back and has a tremendous heel run, but he doesn't own the company anymore. Like, uh, like that, they they do hire him back as talent, though.
1: Well, my joke is is that uh, there, there's a DC Comics character named the Brain, and it's a brain and, and a robot thing, but his protector lover is a. Is a homosexual gorilla by the name of Monster. <laughs> so I'm he's gonna hire this talking French ape who they're gonna eventually fall in love with one another.
0: <laughs> that's a hot angle. That's, that's a, a hot, hot angle. We should, that's put a hot it on angle. TV. Love cross appeal. People like sci fi. <laughs> we'll do it it's for great. Pride Month. <laughs> yeah, launch it in June. <laughs>
1: Even of more interest, on June 22nd, earlier this week, Paul Levesque had a meeting with talented officials in Orlando, Florida. He said he was back, but didn't explain what he meant. Multiple people at the meeting known him using the words, quote unquote, I'm back. But he never made clear if he was back in charge of NXT, or just back at work, which he's been at for some time, but hadn't been back to Orlando. He did indicate that there would be some things changing, but could not go into detail on them just yet. Chris, are we getting NXT 2.5 or 1.5? Are we going to have some mixture of the black and gold and the Technicolor vomit?
0: It would be a step in the right direction if Hunter was back in the helm of NXT booking. That would be great. It would feel like a show that actually has some direction rather than whatever the hell this thing has been. I I don't know. I I just don't know. I I mean, what's interesting, I guess, is if Stephanie is empowered here, perhaps that does mean that Levesque is going to be empowered as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't think those are on opposite ends of the spectrum.
0: (laughs) There, Right, right. It it logically follows that Levesque would see a rise in power. Mm -hmm.
1: Following up on the story last week about the settlement between Oliver Luck and Vince McMahon... Uh, meeting just ending after nine minutes turns out they've reached out a court settlement on june 16th on luck's 24.1 million dollar lawsuit all suits and countersuits dismissed with prejudice vince mcmahon much like the end of rounders looked at luck and said pay this man his money <laughs> Because I just, I I mean, the, the, the rumor is that the discovery would just be too much and then that would go into other things that, and he already has enough bad PR, so he just paid off this thing to get rid of it.
0: It does not make sense to fight a war on too many fronts, and it looks like McMahon... Is maybe that's Sun Tzu, damn it. <laughs> no, is he, you know, he's totally an Art of War guy, right? <laughs> oh, you,
1: dude, he has a first edition of Art of War. Like, if he if, if tried you to, to get, get it
0: autographed by the, the he, author, he
1: probably has one that's he says it's autographed by the author. That's it, yeah yeah
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I have one of the originals, it's actually autographed by Sun Tzu himself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to Vince, all the best. <laughs> Love, Sonny.
0: Mr. Mr. Zoo. <laughs> Mr. <Mister> Zoo. Z-O-O.
1: <laughs> and Vince just trying to work. R- written in
0: Sharpie. In yeah. Sharpie.
1: <laughs> they had Sharpies back then? Oh, no. It looks a lot like a Ah, uh,
0: It's Chinese zinc. <laughs> it's Chinese
1: it ink. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh it's come out that Dewey Foley, uh his last day with the company was the day after WrestleMania. Uh or uh, yeah. Um he was mostly on the NXT side. He just basically very nice note saying, Hey, if you liked something on NXT in the past uh few years, I'm I probably had a hand in it in some way, and I really appreciate the uh the uh opportunity. So um yeah, I, I don't know anything about that or why he left or whatever. I know he wants to go into real television writing. So I guess maybe it was just time to move on.
0: Yeah. I I mean, and I think right now it's hard to, if you have vision for writing sort of like bigger, longer storylines, even in wrestling, it's hard to sort of envision doing that in, WWE right now. Well, uh, that might will, that might change. That it, might change, but well, yeah,
1: it also doesn't. It it gets nothing on a resume out here, from what I've been told. <laughs> it's like if you have it on there, you you hide it from there on on, on your resume because it's like ah, you did that because <laughs> because like you know, it's quote unquote real TV versus not real TV kind of a thing. There there's a weird. There, it, Back in the there's early... like
0: a there's slapdash quality of the production that uh, I'm with you. Like, they it, well, you it imagine... might be different
1: now. It might be different. This is, I'm talking, this was early to mid aughts for the most part, where, where I had a lot of people who kind of went through the grinder there that I knew. And it was just one of those things where it's like, yeah, we got out and we hit it because agents and everybody else says, no, the studios won't take you seriously with that and all that. Uh, or and, and agencies won't take you seriously if you say, hey, I've been writing this because it's non union. It's also one of those things. So, oh,
0: sure, sure. Okay. Interesting.
1: Uh, interesting enough. Follow up from pro wrestling. No on Muda. Uh, they have announced for the last five matches of Muda, who is retiring in the spring. He will also he will wrestle Kato Kiyomiya on. I butchered that. I apologize. on On July sixteenth at Budokan Hall, he seriously, <laughs> Dave, he seriously better lose this match. <laughs> Although I'm not holding my breath on it either. Uh, he'll also wrestle uh, on uh, September twenty fifth at Dolphins Arena in Nagoya. Uh, October 30th for a show at the new Ariaki Arena and uh, January 22nd, 2023 at the Yokohama Arena. Yokohama show will be his final show as the Great Muda. He will then do a retirement show and that, for a show that has not yet been announced in the spring. So I was wrong when I told you this before the show. Uh, only one opponent named so far, but it looks like these are all going to be Japanese shows as opposed to him possibly doing a stateside show for one of those final five.
0: Oh, wow. Um, I mean, look, I unlike Dave, I don't think it really matters if Muda wins or loses here. He could win all five of his final matches, and I think that's well, fine. Well, it's no, Muda. The, no,
1: there, no. Well, well, the story there is uh, that that K- Kiyamia is is the young, hot, up and comer.
0: Right. No, I get that. I get that. I, I, I know. I know who Kiyamia is at least sort of okay. loosely. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I, I'm just saying, like. It just doesn't really matter. I, I, the the one time I, I guess it matters when they had that like belt thing with Muda and he wasn't like on a retirement angle or whatever. He just like won the belt. Well, Dave's
1: also one of those guys who's like your last match you should be looking up the lights type of thing. I think at times I don't know. I can't speak for Dave, but yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I mean, I I get it, but like I, at the same time, it's Muda. It's kind of amazing that he's been able to make this last little run here over the last 10 years, considering he's like on bionic knees. Like we were talking about like Mecha McMahon. Muda oh, yeah. is like he's like a transitional figure into being like Mecha Muda at this point. Uh, it's kind of amazing that he's gotten, you know, been able to do as much as he's been able to do, even if it hasn't been like at the level you and I understand him and know him to be at
1: speaking of retirements the july 31st rick flair retirement match at starcast which sold out the nashville fairgrounds immediately is being moved to a to the larger 9700 seat municipal auditorium flair is doing media right now and uh, <laughs> chris i'm a little worried I'm gonna be honest he has a pacemaker uh <laughs> he says i oh, you just plug that back in type of a thing i was just like uh oh. I, uh, oh, that made what a rat,
0: what a rascal that Ric Flair is, oh, huh? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Rap scallion. I mean,
1: if, if you're on social media, you've seen videos of him and Jay lethal training in a garage as well. He's going to try and do the Ric Flair match. He's not going to, he's not, it, this is not a, this is not a give a round of applause because he's in the ring and he does a couple of things. He wants to give you a Ric Flair match on the way out. And I don't know, man, if I if I pay for this <laughs> and he passes away in the ring, I'm not going to be it's happy. Like, <laughs> it's like you bought a
0: snuff film then, right? Yeah, I like, said, like, that, like, that's the, that's the issue. I, I, I think you can't you can't buy this unless you can quietly tell yourself you're sort of OK watching a snuff film, because like there's definitely a non-zero possibility with this uh, in a way that you would not expect at a normal wrestling show
1: interesting news from aew they've they've clarified this and i wasn't aware of this either but the blood and guts match on wednesday in detroit will be six on six with jericho garcia matt menard angelo parker jake hager and sammy guevara versus john moxley eddie kingston santana ortiz wheeler yuda and whoever brian danielson's mystery guy is on sunday it was always going to be six on six with yuda added and the decision to put guevara with uh, jas was to give them the sixth person okay Make it longer. Make it bigger. I'm kind of down with that. I'm fine with it. I'm fine. (laughs) I I think...
0: think So, with all the... I do have problems with a lot of things that AEW is doing right now. But the one thing that I think they have found a pretty good format for are these big multi-man absolute chaotic event things. I, I like I like them. I enjoy them. I, I mean you can't do an entire show of nothing but them. But like I think that AEW's clearly as a company is clearly quite good at doing these multi man things at this point.
1: I was gonna read this thing about AEW trying to get nominated or at least putting themselves up for consideration. Are, are, for are, an...
0: are we doing predictions on who who the secret uh, uh we Daniels... will we will when we do the okay. preview. But... Okay.
1: Yeah, Dave writes, AEW is attempting to get nominated this year, in parentheses, it won't happen, for an Emmy Award for Dynamite on the Outstanding Structured Reality Program category. In the past, WWE has attempted to get nominated for Emmy Awards for Raw, but was never successful. (laughs) Certainly wouldn't be for editing. They did not attempt to do so this year.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. They would, not, they would not be able to pull it off for, for anything. <laughs> C- certainly no, certainly no.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll go on a little bit to the ratings numbers. We haven't done that in a while because the ratings this week, fascinating in some ways. SmackDown, 2,389,000 viewers, 18 to 49.62, up 7%. Rampage, 369,000. 18 to 49.12 raw 1,986,000 in the demo 0.54. It's highest since April. Vince was on raw, which is amazing in some ways. Does he appear on SmackDown tonight, Chris? I
0: I think he is finding this weird (laughs) little, you gotta love me thing. And, and, And I, it definitely seems like he's getting a rush off of the, you know, I brought you John Cena. I I br- I put a sm- I put smiles on people's faces. Uh I love all of you. You love all of me. Let's all sing "No Chance in Hell." Um
1: Yes, bow I, to me, people, while I'm on trial or getting I, investigated.
0: And and uh, unfortunately, there is I know to your and I chagrin uh, a much larger contingent of people than we would like that are just
1: don't know they just aren't plugged
0: in yeah they don't know and and they're weirdly down for this for what but yeah i know i I, i'm with you it's not even malice like where they're like yeah sexual harassment yeah cover it up uh no 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 i i do think it's literally they don't know they see mcmahon and they're just cheering and like they're they're being like hapless dupes sort of getting played into the chorus of the see they love me and and i it's just gross
1: they don't they don't yeah, they don't follow the dirt sheets or anything. We just want to watch wrestling, and, and you know, all our people. And that I just want to bring play. my family to the show. That will yeah. come into play a little bit, a little bit later when I talk about AEW. Not not a direct apples to apples types of things, but just a little bit. Um, Miz and Misses the debut, uh, five hundred eighty-seven thousand viewers. <laughs> That's not a bad number for that kind of a show. Uh, the most viewed YouTube videos again, and this Vince McMahon was in the top three uh lashley theory number one number two the elias ezekiel segments
0: no, that's that, that's at least correct I, which, we'll, I mean, which we'll
1: get yeah. into in the lazy river i think because this is going to be this is going to be one of those mea culpas where i just have to i have to throw myself at the mercy of people um because <laughs> i was dead wrong on that uh nxt viewers, 0.18. NXT's highest in the demo since October 2021's Halloween Havoc episode, but only the highest in total viewership since two weeks ago. Dynamite, 878,000, 18 to 49.31. Up against a Stanley Cup game, but I got news for you. I think some people are turning off this thing because of the New Japan angle. And let, let's start there in our kind of a lazy river discussion because
0: no, no, for sure. For sure. And I
1: think I said this last week, I think when it comes to say AAA in Mexico, when it comes to new Japan and Japan, and when it comes to American wrestling companies, there's a certain for lack of a better term, I don't want to call it jingoism, but nationalism when it comes to these companies, it's, it's, I want to watch the style that I like. It's not that I don't respect these guys. And let's face it, the new Japan build—it's been three weeks. It's been kind of slapshot. We'll get into that when we get into the preview and stuff like that. But it's one of those things where I'm just like, WCW used to try this all the time, and it just it it it, it became piss breaks for people for the most part. No matter how good the 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 Japanese people were, unless it was Muda or Liger,
0: Liger, yeah, nobody gave
1: a damn about yep.
0: it. Yep. No, they, they, I mean, even Chono, they had a hard time getting people to give a damn about.
1: Yeah, like, like, Hakushi eventually got over. In, yes. In WWF.
0: Yeah, but, but as we talked about it on that episode on the Patreon, like, a lot of that had to do with Bret Hart really seeing the potential yes. in Hakushi Yeah. And like, like going like, no, no, I want to work with this guy and actually wanting to do more than they were even able to do. Like, yeah,
1: because, because uh, that was just another evil foreigner gimmick for WWF, you know, they had a Sato with him, um, you know because he wasn't going to wrestle but yeah it was it was just another bland <laughs> evil racist <laughs> type of crap that
0: No they, they no do. but but if Hokushi hadn't been liked by both Undertaker and Hart it, he would have gone in a very similar trajectory and even with those two uh fans of his work it wasn't enough um so yeah no like, like it, it's it it's it's it is there's like a long history of having these be a tough sell. Do we want to start
1: or end with the Forbidden Door preview?
0: I think- no, like let's. I, I mean, you you brought up dynamite, and oh, yeah. I I think that that's a fine place for us to start with. Okay, because like, there
1: are other things in dynamite we can talk about if you'd like first.
0: For for sure, and then we can get into the the yeah we can get into the preview here too. Okay, uh, cool. It, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Like uh, like I just feel as, as a top line, I just feel like this show over really since the pay-per-view has been adrift it it, that the yes um the injuries and that sort of thing have put put certain things up in the air um but i think the mjf saga has been pretty badly mishandled especially now that we're several weeks into it and like it's like not clear what's going on here um and, and i don't think it's helping the title out at all um, I I think there's just like a lot of like structural problems here, not unfixable structural problems, but like they've drifted, they've drifted into a bad direction here, and and a lot of that it is with, in my opinion, not thoughtful writing. So where I want to start with yes. is is this Christian Cage promo.
1: Okay, perfect.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, the article I reading says this was one of the best AEW promos all year, and probably the defining Christian moment since coming to the company. And that includes his pay-per-view main event. Uh, Christian is completely reinvigorated as a heel. I will grant that Christian as a heel will be good in this angle, but the the writing of this stunk. And like I thought that this came off pretty lukewarm right from the beginning. You have Christian coming out and really trying to get the, the crowd to boo him out of the building. I'll wait until you shut up. When oh, that my God. It, dude, it was it was more like cringy than watching when the Miz tries to get it going and he can't get it going. Um, Christian was trying so hard to finally get there. And then we get into the stock um, Gen Xery, you millennials, sort of like dialogue of like you people get on your Reddits and you get on your Twitters and you he, he
1: threw in the each and every one of you from the WWE heel turn one hundred and one.
0: Yep, yep. As well, uh, and, and and he also referred to it as social media, uh, like, like sort of avoiding naming specific things for like silly reasons, um, and, and like then we finally get into the why Christian why part of this and i love the why christian why part like when he was like this is all about the battle royal." a year ago i'm like really that's what you guys settled in on not that like you've been watching this kid for weeks like Always, like, when he listens to your advice, like, you know, hit him with the steel chair or whatever he wins, and then when he doesn't, he, like, starts coming up short. Like, that's not it. Like, this had to be this weird long con where you became his best friend and his mentor for a while and, like, legitimately cared about him. Like, what would have happened if he had listened to you by this, like, whole logic of, like, the long con involving getting tossed out in the battle royal? Oh, by the way, he was also mad at you people uh in the fans, uh, for for being thrilled that Jungle Boy eliminated Christian, um, and, and that he's been hanging on for this for a while here, and then we got into oh, by the way, your father's a piece of crap, and he's luck. You're lucky that he's dead because like like just like this very road, Eddie's in hell. Eddie's in hell. Yeah, I, I like I was also reminded of I like there was that one, but you know what came to my mind maybe a little bit more recent was I wish you had died in the womb. Oh God, oh the yeah. Bellas, the Bellas. I was saying yes. I was.
1: I was th- also thinking of the one with Natty, and and at right right after her dad died. Oh yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. No, like like it's it, this this just this was. I I, I mean it's t- there are people who uh, apparently I, as I said the summary I'm reading here on F4W sort of like is like this is the best promo all year of the company. God, I hope not. I don't think that's true. I, I would have to like go through like like what what MJF. It was like two weeks ago. Like, what is this? I, I don't, I don't know where this is coming from. Um, but yeah, for me, yeah, uh, this was bad. Like, like this, this was bad. Sort of like blow by blow, layer by layer. He couldn't get sufficient heat. He ended up like really begging for heat, and then finally got like, oh, all right, he's not going to move on until we boo him. All right, let's boo him. <laughs> let's let, let's let's move him on here, and then like the stuff he went to was just weak um i it lacked fire for me um and yeah as you said you you know your father's in hell yeah eh.
1: well it it's, wasn't that your father's dead but
0: um right no i know I but like I'm, I'm saying like the that sort of like that sort of stuff it it felt very unearned beyond everything else it just felt like christian's just sort of like pushing buttons and then we left out one last thing the luchasaurus beat at the end of all of this <laughs> so uh, I, I will grant that it's a good idea to turn Luchasaurus heel. Um, I agree. I, I th- no, I, I think that there's, there's tremendous utility in making him heal. I think it'll offer him a, a chance to sort of rework his moves. It leans into what he's good at. It gets away from some of the stuff he's not good at. It'll slow him down a little bit. It'll get him away from some of the flashier moves that I don't think necessarily work for a guy his size and let him lean into stuff that's more his speed. And Christian and Luchasaurus will make a good tag team. Fine with all of that. Um why isn't Luchasaurus kicking his ass makes no sense. Like, like, like just the, the rift between Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy has not been earned. That, like, like that Luchasaurus would be not absolutely bullshit that he couldn't get into the ring to save Jungle Boy from getting attacked mercilessly by Cage, but he's still mad enough that he'll run out to the ring to confront Christian Cage, who's been ducking him all week.
1: I, I um, will I will fix the promo for you in, in, a, in a moment in terms of in terms of that part of it, because I, I don't
0: know mean, that I have anything else. So by all means, the uh, the stage is yours. Sir. Okay.
1: Uh, what I liked about it because I, I was a person I went, well, it started off poor. It started to get good and then it went bad. And then I realized the parts I liked, I didn't like as much as I thought I did when I went back and watched it again. Uh, a little story for those of you who don't know, a little Hollywood trivia. back uh, Back in the when Pixar was getting up and running, they hired uh, Patton Oswalt to come in and be a script doctor for them. And what he would do, his job, his only job was to go through the scripts that they did. He did this with Ratatouille and, and I think a couple other movies is he would go in and he would take out every single cultural reference that might become outdated with time. That was his only job and to figure out a way to, to kind of re reword it or rework it or something like that. So that these movies would be timeless. I want somebody in AEW because this is kind of the opposite problem of what WWE has WWE overscripts their guys. I, I just want an acting teacher or an improviser or someone who's written wrestling and, 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 or written television and knows. All right. I know Christian, I trust you to do your beats. And I trust you that you know what you're doing. But let's go through what you're going to say in this promo. And then take out things that possibly break the fourth wall. And instead, put them into kayfabe terms. Because I don't mind the little insidery terms that are being, that are being uh, hinted at. Because, again, I've gone over this before. You know, the horsemen would do things like this. But they'd couch it in the world. Like, like they basically say the road warriors can't go in the ring. But they do it within the, the realm of, oh, you're just in there lifting weights. We're doing the wrestling stuff. And, and man, once those muscles, you can't get the oxygen into them, you're going to be tired after 15 minutes with your tongues dragging out. It's basically saying that the Road Warriors can't work. That's basically what they're doing. But they didn't say that. And when Christian says, I'm not here to put anybody over, I'm not, over, I'm not here to put over the young talent. Just do it in the way I'm not here to get beat. By young guys.
0: Literally, that's, all he had to say is, I'm here to make money. Like, I'm here to is, make money was great. Yeah, that part that no, was That great. part was fine. But like, he actually, like when you're saying just the Patton Oswald thing, he just needed to edit out the break the fourth wall, put guys over thing. Yes. That's all that needed I'm to be removed there. I'm here to make there. money
1: and I'm here to win. And I'll, do, he uh, to
0: and, and I'll make money at anyone's expense.
1: Yes, exactly. That That's all he had to do. And that's what bothered me about the promo. The Luchasaurus thing, I thought was going to be more interesting than they made it because they, they did the wink nudge thing to the audience, which just I just went, eh. I really wanted a little bit more intrigue to this. I wanted Christian to take a powder and just yell at Luchasaurus, hey, I got no problem with you. My problem was with Jungle Boy. You've done a great job and you never lost any of those matches. That was all Jungle Boy. And put that seed in there. Yes,
0: right. Like I feel like there needs they need to earn the turn with Luchasaurus, where there's just like it's this slow burn thing, where like what they're doing though,
1: Chris. I'll tell you what they're doing. They're doing that he's really a dinosaur and he has a brain the size of a walnut. I think that's what they're going for.
0: Oh, dope. (laughs) No short term. He has no memory. Like like easily swayed. Oh. Jeff, what if he doesn't remember being tag team champions? He's not a goldfish; he's a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, okay, so then uh, give it a few more weeks, then.
1: Okay, <laughs> that's no. That's what I want. I want Memento,
0: starring Luchasaurus, <laughs> where he has to put <laughs> all over it. Fl- flowers for Luchasaurus, <laughs> where he's slowly, Luchasaurus, yes, slowly losing his memory. <laughs> Wait, I have a master's degree. <laughs> I was on Celebrity Big Brother.
1: He gets up every morning and he just reads the post-it notes on his refrigerator.
0: <laughs> you were tag <tattoo laughs> team champions.
1: Oh, now I want. Christian
0: is slowly misleading him by changing the post-it notes.
1: Yes, there we go. He's ga- literal gaslighting.
0: There yeah. We go. <laughs>
1: yeah but the whole do not believe
0: his lies
1: i mean the whispering thing about marco stunt no longer with the company which reminds people he's no longer with the company are they gonna bring marco stunt in to be a heel with, with right and with doesn't
0: really, it doesn't really explain or it, it didn't add to the jungle boy storyline it, it like you know that that to your point all there were More fourth wall breaks than I maybe was even giving credit for in my triage. And to a one, none of them really did anything or made things spicier. And I I mean, I'm not a big fan of fourth wall breaks, but if you're going to do it, they can at least sometimes be justified by being spicy.
1: Yeah, I agree. And the death thing, look I know that uh, I saw on social media that there was a uh, there's a clip of Luke Perry on the edge and Christian awesome show. And I'm sure he got permission to do all that stuff. I just, I, the, fu- the funniest part of that promo. And that's the, there's another logic leap is I got on social media. I started doing research on jungle boy. So, so, so the guy doesn't know how to Google enough. To find out that his girlfriend's anna jay and maybe use that again the only thing he found out about jungle boy is that luke perry was his father
0: no i i love this he has a year long <laughs> months deep revenge plot hawkins and during this time he doesn't get on to do any research about his his target here it's just it just festers in his brain for a year. <laughs> I hate wrench. this guy. I'm gonna do it. I hate him. He's bad. <laughs> I don't like him. I'm gonna get him. Like, and that—that's as deep as it goes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just and Christian's better than that
0: because he's—he's no, an I, awesome i an and, awesome and there's heel. An, a good simple story. Like, you do not need to be J. Michael Straczynski here waiting. You know working this through seasons and layers and like little (laughs) seeds planted on all these different beats and one thing feeds into the other like this textured thing like this is a fairly simple story we outlined what it's supposed to look like last week or like a, a one iteration of it but like you two at home can construct a simple version of this and it does not require one year of festering hatred it only requires three or four months of christian being frustrated that despite jack's middling performance jack doesn't seem to always listen to his direction and like you know like he christian's trying to be this mentor to this kid who is annoying him because Jack has visions and ideas of his own here about how he wants to be in a tag team. And he finally gets fed up with watching Jack Perry, not listen to his advice. And that for Christian, he can't really fully transition to being a manager and accepting that like part of being a manager is that the the people you're managing don't always do exactly what you would do in your brain. If you were out there on the court at that exact time, um, like, like, there's a real basic story here, and and instead we have like this this complicated, but not interesting, um, long story.
1: Yeah, it's in episode, season three, episode fourteen, you had Christian clearly say. That. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm checking to see because we've just passed uh, eight Eastern whether or not Vince McMahon comes out for, for SmackDown. I just I can't find it. Cause it's like uh, God, those- that that
0: Raw promo right where he just comes out and lists off the the number of the show and it's just like fifteen hundred and nineteen or something like like just like this random 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 number. It, it, it felt. Oh, so the best joke. I, I
1: can't take credit for this. And I wish I knew that the, the Twitter user, cause I'd love to give that person a shout out, but, but, but that Vince should come out every week and do shorter and shorter promos. And like this, this, this week, he should come out and go 30% off WWE shop. If you use the code Vince, <laughs> just leave. <laughs> Until it's just, hi, <laughs> and then he just drops the mic.
0: He just says the number. He comes out every week and he's like 1,531. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, moving over to WWE for a little bit before we go into the preview. Uh, let's get, just get this all out of our system, shall we? Uh, my mea culpa. Elias and Ezekiel worked. And it's really good. And Kevin Owens is making it really good. But also, Ezekiel and Elias are really, really fantastic again. And they hit it on all cylinders with, with these vignettes this week. And my uh, God, they're, have they? Right. It, it, no, they're,
0: they're, it, they're like the only good thing about Raw. Yes, it, they, yeah. they
1: pretty much are. But, but yeah. it's like, if they do introduce Elrod...
0: Yeah, I'm here for Elrod. I'm, I'm ready for Elrod. I'm here for Elrond. it. I am so here for it. The the, it. the, the faces, it. the faces of Ezekiel. It like like I want him to have like a huge family. Like like I, I want, Yes,
1: I want this to be the Dudleys in 1994, yes. 95, where it's like all these all these performers were dressing up as Dudleys. You know, oh, you know, <laughs> this is this is my half brother from Japan. This is you know just and all of them start with the, with the letter E
0: yes yeah right yes. right 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 yeah no the half brother from japan could be like etazawa uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, i didn't see that one coming at all <laughs> oh my god that was so
1: good e- no it's e tozawa etazawa to e to are you no it's e tozawa <laughs> yeah
0: um, oh, like, God. no, like, <laughs> I, I it's, it's, it's unrepentantly stupid, but like, here's the thing. I think that there's definitely a place for this in wrestling. Like, I don't need every moment of the wrestling show to be a sports-like presentation with generally serious angles. I want my main event angle to have that kind of intensity. Yeah, I like some stupidity in my Like, even my intercontinental angle or my tag titles to be sort of with that, you know, same sport-like presentation. But, like, in the lower mid-card, no, this is great. And, like, this fills up this fills up things i have really come to enjoy kevin owens saying what happens every time like 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 the, the like the punchline is that every single time owens is like well there's probably camera trick like he basically lists exactly what ezekiel's doing but he doesn't trust himself enough to actually believe it and like that that as stupid as it is cracks me up every single time like he talks himself out of exactly what happened each time that like, th- th- you know, that, that they, but, but then at the end of the day, he still knows the same person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's roadrunner and coyote. It's silly, but like, I, I love, I, I, I love the performance too by Ezekiel slash Elias in, in really making these two characters mm-hmm. feel like different dudes. Yes. Yes, he's like, very good at this, and I he's didn't think good he would at be. This. No, like like that. It's not they they exude different physical energy, and it's like one thing to just like change your costume, but a lot of times like people change their costume, but they still just like feel. Physically like themselves he under the his mask,
1: posture too, He changes
0: guess, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, dude. No, it's like a full body character shift. Um, yeah. It's, it's quite good. He, he, the, the, this I thought was done as well as anything on WWE TV and as crazy as it seems the ezekiel elias stuff has been some of the strongest stuff that wwe has done this year and i would consider it to be fairly strong in pretty much any year it's silly it's unrepentantly stupid but like it's working and and it's being done well
1: yeah uh it's your turn
0: okay um boy um uh, or I can give
1: you I can give you another option. I'll 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 just rapid fire my WWE notes so we can get rid of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's just finish out let's finish out Raw here. Uh, okay, uh, well I
1: have Raw and, and Smackdown from last week. I, okay, I just cool. It it. Okay.
0: Um oh, oh I here here's what I'll, here's what I'll hit you with. Um that John Cena return graphic that WWE <laughs> put out, where it's like, who would you most like to see John Cena go <laughs> up against? And 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 your options included uh the mighty Gunther. Uh, who, who looks fantastic. You're
1: intercontinental champion now, because I was going to bring that up. And uh, yeah. he and Ricochet are fantastic, of course, because sure, he, sure. he hollows out Ricochet's chest, and it's great.
0: Sure. That's great. No, it's great. Uh, or, or Ricochet, who, who has absolutely been protected like a stud, would you like to see John Cena versus Ricochet? You haven't seen John Cena in a while. You want to see him go up against Ricochet? No? Okay, fine. How Austin about Theory? the yeah, Austin Theory? How about Omos? How about Veer? Veer. Uh, <laughs> like, so many great options here. It's a real testament to the depth of WWE's roster that these are the people that they were able to come up with on the graphic.
1: I'm kind of here for Veer in an Umaga sort of way. Oh, sure. Cena and Umaga worked great together. But, yeah, my problem with that is in that render, John Cena looks about 52, and he's still wearing the fluorescent greens. I mean, he looks... He looks like the old guy at the convention still dressing up as the superhero.
0: Uh, it it would be. It, I i know it's sad. It's unfortunate. And such like a underutilization of this guy who's so obviously... Like, he's a huge we,
1: star now. And, and, and
0: we just talked about like Ezekiel Elias. um, And like you could totally see Cena changing and updating who John Cena is as a character. You're right. He's a star now. I think even kids would accept him. As like suit and tie adult John Cena, who is a wrestling legend um, and is coming out here and like having matches. And I, rather than him having to come out and wrestle in jorts and an oversized t-shirt that it, it, it's, it's like at this point, Cena's clothing is out of step the same way Pee Wee Herman's clothing was out of step in the late 1980s like it, it's like it's like yeah, a but throwback that was look bit for him <laughs> right right i know right right like it's not a bit with cena right yeah. like yeah no, he feels like it's like this weird throwback like i'm i'm like everyone's favorite child star uh it, it, it's it, it's it's weird it's like steve from blues clues still wearing the steve outfit
1: i cannot believe that number one that they put almost in the money in the bank match if they don't have Ricochet jump off Almos onto the belt at some point during this match, I'll be disappointed. But after building up Riddle as a potential t- world title winner, unified title winner, to beat him like that, I just, I, I can't believe they took that much goodwill and decided to give it to Omos.
0: I, I know when Riddle, like, look, has the presentation the characterization with riddle been perfect no but like dude like the guy can clearly carry a longer form match than omos um he's a good seller he 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 is he's quite good at selling uh and he's a good wrestler uh he's interesting fans like him he's a guy who can actually eat up time on television in a way that omos simply cannot Omos cannot give you a 20 minute match you have to have bells and whistles smoke and mirror around omos uh, and and that's okay, but I just it, it baffles me that you spend I don't all think this Thomas time. Has
1: ever taken a bump that big off of a ladder, or even been put on a ladder?
0: So that's no, I I just like I it, it it's baffling to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I riddle riddle works. I, I mean, I hate these stupid pot jokes with him. Like like they're they're just so like. As a so... pot
1: smoker, I'm angry at
0: that. Well, okay, like. I guess, in the same way that, like, there's a way of like joking about liking beer that makes you stupid as yes. you're holding a the- yes. drinking a get beer. Yeah. Yes. You know, like, like uh, I, I, don't, I don't like, I, I can't quite you know. Put it's my not finger. just
1: rednecks that drink beer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> l- like, you're like saying this, and like, you're sitting there drinking a beer, and then all of a sudden, like, look at the beer, like, ugh. Like, like, and you never feel like that normally. It's just like the joke from that guy, like, just sort of like, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you, yeah maybe i won't have the next one um like riddle kind of makes me feel that way uh, even as someone who of course enjoys a good smoke
1: becky and oscar are great don't get me wrong i love them i wish they'd do something with oscar's character here uh, and right up a bit
0: right and, and, it, it, Beck, becky could benefit from this fresh cone of paint thing too well, uh, God, yeah. this
1: is her fresh coat of paint she's doing this 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 always this this neurotic thing and i just can't stand it to be honest with you because she's so good but let me ask you this this, this is i'm using that as a transition because those two are going to be always be fantastic when they're together is carmella bianca for the title is this another swerve much like SummerSlam last year where somebody else comes out for carmella to face bianca
0: oh okay oh so like maybe carmella gets like obliterated by a bigger heel or something no, like that i
1: was i was singing uh possibly Aunt Pam.
0: Okay, okay, Bailey Bailey comes, comes out in...
1: for Carmella to face Bianca.
0: Oh, okay. That could be interesting. Could I, don't be interesting. Just, an, I don't know. That was just something.
1: I like Carmella. I think they should play into this Summer Slam thing a little bit. Like, you people, like <laughs> don't do the you people, but hey, you know what? I really didn't get my match because Becky knocked me out. I think they might be doing that. They may do that for the thing. I think that'd be kind of interesting. And I think Carmella's game. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that she doesn't deserve a women's title shot. It's just one of those things that I think would be interesting and continuity wise. And uh, my other last quick hit for all my WWE notes of all it is Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso think-
0: Ciampa. I'm so glad uh, that's where I was going to go to.
1: If Vince is, or not if Vince, if Hunter is quote unquote back, does he get rescued from this?
0: Save him. Save him. <laughs> Let us memory hole this experience. Let us pretend this has not happened. That like like there that there's no reason for this thing called Ciampa to exist and that we'll make him Tabaso Champa again. And we'll return him to a guy who is a complete three dimensional character who is presented with integrity and as a legitimate formidable force because this is god awful. It's crazy, like, and you know AJ Styles like would never like want to just work a four minute match with Tommaso Ciampa.
1: Yes, that would be such a great match. <laughs> god, in NXT that'd be a four and a half five star match.
0: Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah, absolutely yeah.
1: For a takeover, I mean. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, uh, and putting him with Miz of all people. I just, I I just can't, I can't, yeah, that's all I have for WWE this week. Do you have anything?
0: Uh, no, no, unless we're doing like NXT. Um,
1: no, but, but SmackDown and I'm not watching it, but I was told for this Natty Ronda feud that they're doing, which (laughs) the social media for this is cringe, Chris. It's absolutely just, it's, it's. Going into Rhonda's conspiracy stuff and Natty's plastic surgery stuff, and apparently there's going to be the plan was, and this is from Fightful Select, that there was going to be a Rhonda impersonator with a baby, carrot stroller that I think Natty was going to attack.
0: Oh, I-
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, I mean, I, I would prefer a Rhonda impersonator with a uh, chalkboard connecting the dots on various conspiracy theories. <laughs>
1: I think they don't want to be that cruel, but okay.
0: <laughs> no, tell me about the space lasers, Daddy. Oh, I don't think he goes there.
1: Uh, good Lord, that's a little too uh, yeah over the line. Um, yeah, so I guess we will then end with Forbidden Door. And as we alluded to earlier, a snake bit show in some ways. Uh, because it looks like every match on here has an injury of some sort where they've had a replacement. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't quote me on that, but it looks that. So. <laughs> hey. Uh, this is done before Rampage airs. There's apparently going to be a couple more matches added to the pre-show, the buy-in, whatever you call it. I assume those will be like multi-person schmozes of some kind or something like that. I assume Toru Yano will be on this card in some way, which will make me happy.
0: That's good. No, I, I I'm in favor of that.
1: The pre-show Max Caster and the gun club, Austin gun, Billy gun and Colton gun. Let me say this. I adore the relationship between Billy gun and the acclaimed. I do scissor me. Daddy never fails to make me laugh.
0: Oh yeah, I know
1: <laughs> versus versus the, uh, uh the the new lions of new japan dojo in la alex coughlin kevin knight the dkc and yuya uemura in an eight-man tag match new japan goes over and why chris
0: (laughs) oh yeah uh, we saw these
1: guys once on tv and they never really built them back
0: up it's it's goofy and like uh, out of all these people like I think this is actually justifiable that like Caster should lead, lead his team to victory. But like we should be slowly building to the acclaim outgrowing the ass boys like I that. Think should, so too, that should, I think that should Japan, be the story.
1: I think New Japan wins this by pinning one of the gun club.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. I think one of the guns, one of the guns loses. Uh, yeah. And one of the guns loses the match. And that's how we get there. But like, uh, you know, you mentioned Torianu. Um I'm sorry but like Max Caster versus Torianu would be a great heel versus. I'm here heel. for that. That'd be so funny. I'm
1: here for Ka- I'm here for him versus Dan Helson. I'm here for him versus Orange Casty. I'm cool with this. Yeah. Uh and Shota Amino, Wheeler Yuta and Eddie Kingston versus the Jericho Appreciation Society aka the Sex Gods of Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara and Minoru Suzuki in a six-man tag match. Dare we go into that closing segment now of of dynamite, which is, is that brawl that kind of was like eh, all over the place, while while Moxley and Tanahashi just awkwardly kind of stare at each other and don't build the stare down at all because Tanahashi just kind of happy to be there right now. He's doing American Tanahashi in many ways, which is driving me a little bit nuts, but I get it. But uh, yeah, any thoughts on that ending brawl on Wednesday?
0: The the match, I I, I where Suzuki
1: just kind of walks down and smiles.
0: <laughs> just... Yeah, like the whole match just felt like you just felt the disinterest of the entire main event segment for me. Like like every all these guys like, hey, it's the main event TV, but we got the show coming up this weekend, so like let's just go through the motions. I was amazed they did vertical suplexes. <laughs> um, I was legitimately, I was legitimately impressed that they brought the level of work of vertical suplex to this match. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this, this was so half acid of a main event. So half acid of a
1: main I, event. I, yeah, I mean, just Tanahashi is doing, I mean, look, I, I get people want to see this show because if they've never seen it, I'm a little spoiled in that I've gone to, hey, New Japan's here for WrestleMania weekend and they're doing yeah, like the Rev Pro. The- Thing. Got to do
0: the Dallas show myself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And, but, but this is what you got when you had the New Japan people in those shows. Half speed stuff. And you're just yep. like, it's not what I paid to see. And that's, I mean, that's overall my issue with this entire Forbidden Door show is that, and we're, I'm taking the victory lap here just a little bit, that people had their expectations way too high for what they were going to be given for this show because they were thinking three or four superb one on one five star tokyo dome type of show classics and then to see a, a few other like multi person matches that were very very good i'm not saying the show's not going to be good don't get me wrong i'm not but saying but the that at injury
0: all. bug is not the problem with this show it's no, the, the uh, it's the interest bug yeah
1: yeah and and also some of the matchmaking in this right. as we'll get into is just ridiculous. Anyway. I, I
0: just don't think i don't think some of the new japan guys especially like the old daddies of new japan i i, I don't think that they uh like they're, they're as you said, American Tanahashi turning in half speed performances. And like, I, I think that if you've been watching the New Japan guys for a while now, like you, this is the level of performance you come to expect from America. So I'm not surprised by that. The injury bug has made the situation worse, but like, I don't think independent of the injury bug, we would be getting four star matches all throughout this card.
1: Darby Allen, Hiromo Takahashi, Shingo Takagi, and Sting, a.k.a. the dudes with attitudes, part two. Although, Johnny Ace isn't doing anything right now. Maybe you can bring him in.
0: I'll spare everyone my Johnny Ace impression. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll do my bad one. Uh, versus the Young Bucks, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson, and the quote-unquote Bullet Club, this time being El Fantasmo and Hikaleo in an eight-man tag match. Again, kind of shoddy introduction here hey we're gonna have shingo takagi and hiromo takahashi here that's the thing is tony's relying on internet goodwill and people knowing who these guys are you know what you could have cut christian could have spoken next week about his turn he could take in the week to cool off because hey things are too hot here jungle boy wants to kill him and hey we could have had a video package with hiromo takahashi and shingo takagi to hard sell this pay-per-view
0: that would have helped uh, I mean, I, because yes, you, you basically have to book your own story in your head of why these guys are all hanging out. Yeah. Like why, why these guys are all having a match.
1: Now this match,
0: I think is going to be pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. I think so.
1: Uh, especially with the young bucks and uh, Hiromu and Shingo in this match. Uh, who do you have winning?
0: I'm going to say Sting and Darby feel good sort of win thing. I will
1: agree. I think, I think this is going to be uh, a good guy type of thing. Do they join Los Ingo Ingobernables de Japan? <laughs> Do we get Sting and Darby somehow being connected to Andrade and Ruse? No, we don't. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, Chris. I didn't mean to send you out there. I'm just doing uh, uh, rhetorical questions here in my head.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: for the prestigious AEW All Atlantic Championship. <sighs> Hawk versus Miro versus Clark Connors replacing Tomohiro Ishii, who was injured <laughs> versus Malachi Black in a four-way for, for, for the uh, first holder of the AEW All-Atlantic championship. I, I, I love can't. Mir I love Miro's Miro. promo. Miro's yeah, I hope promo Miro wins. Was just <laughs> pagans and. Uh, Bastards,
0: Bastards and, uh, and pagans. And pagans. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean. <laughs> I, I, I love Miro. I love this new, like, it, Redeemer character. Yes, this Redeemer yes. character. I'm at war with everything now, including God. Uh, like, he's insane. It's great. Uh, I hope he wins the title. Uh, this title is not very prestigious, but I would he love He could to make see- it
1: that way. Belt yep. him.
0: Yeah, I, Belt I, him. I,
1: I want Miro. I think they give it to Pac.
0: Oh, okay. To go
1: and defend it in something like DDT.
0: See, I could just as easily see them doing this to get the House of Black started. Oh, uh, yeah. Y- so you, uh, had I know. Uh, Black. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I, I got to move my chip over to Black. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Black. But maybe, maybe I'm from wrong. The
1: Netherlands, but representing the House of Black, <laughs> mm. and we end up having an American in the very first title match, which I think they wanted to avoid. But you know, with Ishii out, you. Uh, you make do with the guy he beat in that tournament on, on uh, dominion. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I really want Miro here, but I think pack is given it. So I'm, I'm going to go with pack here. Um, intrigue thunder Rosa versus Tony storm for the AEW women's world title. Been a little bit of a to do about, uh, thunder Rosa and Marina Shafir and that feud, uh, accusations of sandbagging going back and forth etc etc thunder rosa and marina appearing on social media literally breaking bread and supposedly hashing it out chris is there any shot they give this to tony storm because tony storm i'm gonna say they've rebuilt her pretty well i think
0: i think they have um I think the move here in a weird way, especially it, on screen all it's so weird right like cod kind of like sometimes relies on your off screen knowledge and your being on reddit knowledge to get the booking by um but then other times it's like pay no attention to the man behind the curtain with some of that stuff, so like to me, if you were you know, given the last batch, we were supposed to pay attention to the man behind the per- curtain, so to speak. Um, I would say like this is a great opportunity to turn Thunder Rosa heel during a title retention, but I could just as easily see them just cleanly having Thunder Rosa lose this still as a baby face to Tony Storm. Um I think I think Tony wins. I'm gonna say Tony wins. Uh I mean especially with like some of the other to do in the background or whatever. I, I, I think like I think the odds of Tony winning are much higher than I might have said even a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah. I, uh, (laughs) I don't know because I know that, uh, I know Thunder Rose is going to Japan for a run and I think it'd be good for her to take the title with her to do that. But I also, I don't want her to turn heel. We have to, we have way too many pretty good heels in the division to be honest with you.
0: That is true. That is true.
1: And it's also kind of lazy but I can see Tony storm pulling one out and thunder Rosa being upset and we're kind of teasing it. And we put it on the side for now. I'm going to go what Tony storm winning is. I think I'll join you on this. Yeah. On this underdog trade. Will Osprey versus orange Casty for the IWGP United States heavyweight championship. I still don't think they've done a great job with Osprey here. I, I think, I think he need to cut some promos on, on orange. Cassidy. You know, he can promo. I like Aussie open. But I just I don't see the point of having them out there with Osprey just to be the fall guys. I get it, but Aussie Open's gonna be nowhere near this this thing. Let's uh you know let us build the actual heat between Cassie and Osprey here. But uh, I'm gonna go with Osprey. Uh, I think it'll be a better than you expect match. I think you're gonna get the orange Cassie. Uh, he does the hands in the pocket, but then he gets his working boots on, and it'll be pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think we already saw flashes of that in the tag match here on Wednesday, uh, which was pretty good, but yeah, you yeah. know, like, it, it, it is, it's like, okay, what is Aussie Open here for other than to be like the, you know, thing one and thing two Goombas uh, to be beaten up? Um, like uh, I think that, uh, I think that Orange Cassidy does not win the match i don't think he's (laughs) going to become iwgp us heavyweight champion is it um no i I don't think i don't think we're sending orange cassidy international here i'm with you though too like they could have just done a better job building this up i I think like Cassidy's really been treading water since the bleeding orange you know blood blood orange was the peak intrigue for orange cassidy for me (laughs) and it's been kind of downhill ever since
1: yeah FTR, Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood, the best tag team in the world right now. Your ROH tag team champions versus United Empire of the great Ocon and Jeff Cobb, your IWGP tag team champions versus Rapongi Vice, Rocky Romero and Trent Beretta, who are not tag team champions. In a three-way tag match, winner take all for both titles.
0: I think FTR is doing it. I think FTR is getting the belts.
1: I do not. Okay, um, and I'll tell you why, and this is because of wrestling politics more than anything. Uh, I they are FDR are currently the AAA tag team champions as well.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right, 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 and the CMLL AAA New Japan yes. politics thing. Oh, so yeah, I think yeah. the
1: pol- the political thing here to do. Riponji. I think Roppongi is getting okay. both of these because because right, they're fish-
0: the only one that politically can sort of do that yes. like crossing streams thing. Yes, Got and it. I think and Got I think it.
1: Romero and and uh, I mean Romero's a trainer in the LA dojo. Romero and Trent can go over there and do right. tag titles and and drop them. Or I mean, look, I could see a scenario where United Empire takes takes both these titles and and goes on their merry way here because Ring of Honor really doesn't mean anything just yet. They haven't built up a show of any kind. I mean, they've done you know, they they did that that uh, final battle, but I don't think they have anything. I mean, they they don't have a week-to-week show just yet, so it's just going to be for Super Shows, I think. It's not going to be FTR, but I don't think FTR is going to take the loss either, so I'm, I'm going to go with Rapongi Vice, probably pinning Great Ocon here. Okay, okay. Yet in another version of slapshot booking and poor time management, Zack Sabre, Jr., who did not cut a promo at all. He just came out and he went, oh, that's Zack Sabre, Jr. What? what? Why?
0: Uh, it, great stuff. Great stuff. Versus
1: a mystery opponent chosen by Brian Danielson. I have a list of five people that this could be, Chris.
0: I got exactly one. Uh, it, I want
1: to hear your choice then
0: toothless timmy
1: oh you think tim thatcher
0: Yep. That, we need a that great was techni- one i
1: considered it but we i, need, I we
0: need a great technical wrestler who fits in with blackpool combat club uh and, and can and can turn around and, and, and when i was trying to do the mental casting in my head i was like who better th- who better than toothless timmy
1: well then i will take my wildest uh calling the dumbest shot to the internet type of shot here because i was considering and I don't mind the Tim Thatcher thing. I think, I think people will be disappointed in it in some ways. But that makes sense. Yours makes sense. So I'm, I'm happy with it. Look, we, we've, we, we've heard of the people that, that everybody thinks it might be. They think it might be Samoa Joe. They think it might be um, Jonathan Gresham, which is a possibility. I'm not the biggest Gresham fan in the world, but I know a lot of people are. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think they, they'll put on a very good match if it's Jonathan Gresham. Um, Claudio Castagnoli, aka Cesaro. A lot of people were thinking that. I think I still think there's too many politics in AEW, and I think that, would, that would
0: be strong. That would be strong. T-
1: Tony, I, well, Tony didn't want to sign him, uh, when he was nego- renegotiating with WWE, and also there's heat there between him and Eddie Kingston. So I don't know if, but you know, hey, Colt Cabana is kind of coexisting, even though you don't see Colt Cabana anywhere in, in AEW anymore. Um, on that route, one of the names I thought was possibly Chris Hero coming in because that um, that was a good one. One that wasn't on my list that I liked was uh, Shibata. That'd be fun. That'd be fun to come in and do that and Blood and Guts because remember the guys are doing Blood and Guts, but I think and here's where people are going to think I'm insane and that's fine. Let's do this insanity thing. I think Brian Danielson's promo was more cheeky than anything i think it was a little bit wink wink nudge nudge from the tone i think there's a person who can do a technical match with Zack saber jr without taking a lot of damage and also do blood and guts a walk and brawl without having to take a lot of bumps necessarily hook that man is william regal And he mm. is a member of the Blackpool Combat Club, mm-hmm. and I think people would go ape for it. I think people would love this. I just don't know what kind of physical shape Regal's in.
0: Especially I think to do a, a match do it, on a fly like that, you know, like, like I mean, it's pretty short notice.
1: Yeah, but I mean, as a guy just doing like a groundwork type of thing, and with Zack Saber's kind of style, I mean, Zack Saber's style isn't that hard hitting. Really, when you think about it, but right. I, mean, I, th- would, I mean, that would—I mean, that would—that to me would be an interesting choice—is if they could get Regal to do it. I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying I've heard anything because I haven't. I'm just saying more or less it's it's an it's an interesting, it w- it would be an interesting choice for me. I, I think it's going to be an actual wrestler. I I, and I I think I love your idea. I just don't know if that's a if that's a oh my god type of uh type of signing that would excite people but but i like it a lot and i actually like it a little bit more than gresham but gresham's a get for ring of honor especially if if they just if they're deciding to go through with it all the way so uh we'll see i mean it's it's fun to guess and i i hope i'm not spoiled beforehand that's the thing for me uh next match four-way for the iwgp world heavyweight championship jay white the champion Taking on Kazuchika Okada, who also debuted on the go-home show versus Adam Cole versus Adam Page in a four-way match for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Again, storytelling. Jay White comes out, says Okada's not on the card, and he won't be defending against Cole or Page. Now he's defending against all three of them. I, right?
0: I you said that, you said this, and I was like, "Wait, was that the story on Wednesday?" Because well, no, what, that wasn't what? the
1: story on Wednesday. The story on Wednesday was a match, but the entire the build when when White and and Pay and White and Cole were originally Cole? when Cole was plugging it up as, "Oh, I'm going to fight him" or whatever. He said, "No, I'm not fighting you. I'm not fighting you."
0: Yeah, right. No, and he he it made it sort of clear that like the reason he wouldn't fight Cole is because Cole was a loser. Yeah. Yeah, like so, it's just weird that like at, at the end of all of this now he's fighting Cole, and like I I like when we're pointing to like storytelling inconsistencies, like how storytelling could be better. Like clearly, it could be better if this made any sense.
1: Yes, it makes absolutely no sense what It makes no, and, and, and therefore it's the not other-
0: intriguing because uh, you sort of then go, well, there's probably nothing that's going to move around here.
1: And here's the other part that that just drives me nuts: the dream match here was Paige versus Okada. People were dying for Paige versus Okada. Give us Paige versus Okada. And instead we're getting the, no, no disrespect to Jay White and Adam Cole. Adam Cole's injured. That's why this is a four-way. I think New Japan gives way too much credit for Jay White as an IWGP champion in the States because they want a gaijin to kind of hold the title over here and build up this territory, which they're still trying to run they're still trying to run new Japan in America with a tour and things like that. But I think most people just look at him as a guy who's on the mid card and impact for the most part.
0: So yeah, he just doesn't, he doesn't have that world beater vibe. Uh, the promo doesn't, yeah. there's like a certain aura thing that he, white yes. just doesn't have for me.
1: Yes, I, I agree. A hundred percent. Who do you have winning this?
0: Uh, uh, who's the champion? Jay White. white. White, I think white retains.
1: I see it's weird, and I'm gonna uh, just tell me if I'm insane for thinking this. I'm thinking there might be a quid pro quo with AEW New Japan, where they put one one of their titles on on the other for a short term. I could see Adam Page winning this match for a short run over in New Japan, and I could see Hiroshi Tanahashi winning the main event for the interim title and then having to face Punk eventually. Am I nuts for thinking that?
0: Not nuts, but I don't, I mean, especially given how, what AEW seems to be prioritizing in terms of like booking or whatever. Like, I don't think that's a great move for Paige. I don't think that really does anything for Paige, and I don't know that really does. Tanahashi Punk is sort of intriguing, but like, I I mean, the interim champion. MJF
1: Tanahashi even?
0: Interim champion Tanahashi I just don't I, I inter, Interim champion Tanahashi feels really gimmicky.
1: Yeah, and I just I just don't think he can carry an American
0: No. company cuz he can't nope. promo
1: in English and he, nope. you know he has his movements and that's about it, but yeah, judging yeah. from judging from the go home on Wednesday, I would not do this, but that said I am going to go I, Jay White retains. I'll say Jay White retains as well. And then finally, the main event, John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi for the interim AEW world title. We've kind of already hinted at it again. Uh, I think.
0: This has all felt like a long road to get to John Moxley being interim champion.
1: Yeah. And see, it's it's interesting because I think he should be interim champion. I think he should it's be. It's the champion. one thing
0: that gives you pause, but like you then there's only two outcomes to this match, right? Like it's like a fixed system. It's either Moxley wins the title or Tanahashi wins the title. Well, I think,
1: I think you and I, as people who talk wrestling and kind of, uh, and, and kind of go, you know, into the weeds on this thing. I think we're thinking next step. I think we're thinking, okay, once we put the interim title on this person, then what do we do about the unification? what do we do about the we next do we step? television yeah and instead of just concentrating on this match which i think look i think T- tanahashi is going to give it his all on this one at least i hope he does you know moxley is going to be motivated so i think it's gonna be a, a really yeah really Moxley's good match. not
0: moxley's certainly not going to be on like some sort of project to embarrass tanahashi no, he's going to no. want to make tanahashi look good
1: yeah uh boy I think for a working relationship for these two companies, if you'd if you if this had been Okada and Moxley, I could
0: have seen Okada taking this title, and Okada would be fun on week to week television yes. for AEW. I I should like, I, you know, he wouldn't even have to say that much because Okada's just got that cool like Dwayne the Rock Johnson sort of like cool yeah. vibe thing about him. Like you you have him come out and j- just be cool and likable. Whereas Tanahashi, Tanahashi's the cool dad right like like he's (laughs) he's cool but he wears mom jeans and like you know like and and you agree that like he's cool but like he's a cool dad um whereas okada's like cool
1: yeah okada is modern cool tanahashi is he was cool eight years ago but now he's still just doing the thing from eight years ago type of thing
0: so, like, now, Mark McGrath about a decade ago when he yeah. was like, yeah, I mean, we're even past that window now, but, like, like mid-40s he, Mark McGrath trying to be but 20s Mark McGrath. he hasn't yet become
1: self-parody. He hasn't yet become... Right,
0: right, right, right. Let's
1: go with Al Pacino and Heat. Okay, <laughs> okay. Know, where, where he actually, well, that's where he becomes self-parody, so maybe that that's not a great example, but... I don't know. One of these guys. No, the Pacino
0: like... line, though. I I get it. I, I'm with you. There's like there's a line where Pacino went from being like serious, like dude, like Al Pacino, versus like <laughs> Al Pacino. Yeah. And, like, like yeah. There's a line where that happened. The Pacino line.
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah. That's uh Forbidden Door. There'll be other surprises announced on Rampage. Uh, you've already heard them by now. I'm laughing because in my inbox, it's the Ronda Rousey quote unquote baddest collection has arrived from WWE shop, and I'm just thinking. Is it her promos? Uh, <laughs> but let's close up the lazy river there. This has been Shake Them Rubs. You can follow me at Crap Game 13 You can follow Chris at DWATG for now. I don't think, have you closed up the Twitter yet?
0: Not yet, not yet. Not yet, I'll, just, I'll do it. I'll do it announcement. I want to make sure that like I get like contacts or whatever, but go to go to the Patreon.com slash DWATG. You can uh, comment on the show and like if you are interested in the show, that's where to find it.
1: Yes, uh, you can just follow Shake Them Rubs at Shake Them Rubs, all one word. We are part of the Voices of Wrestling. Broadcasting network, podcasting network, whatever you want to call it. Uh Chris does a show, as he said, called "Don't Worry About the Government." I'm going to unplug it again right now.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like to think of it as a global podcasting network too. Like they, they always, they always sell themselves. There's a short, lot of
1: Japanese wrestling on that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a global. You could call it a podcasting network, or you could call it a global broadcasting network.
1: We we're dominate seven. people. We're just kind of, you know, we're kind of the fun-loving guys of the groove.
0: Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, yeah, you know we we are for the
1: guys that. that you know we go in the clubhouse and everybody goes ah oh, yeah we know they're part of the team but you know
0: <laughs> oh chris huh uh yeah you can find the show at patreon.com slash dwatg on itunes stitcher spotify searching for don't worry about the government uh just taped One new episode that will be out for the public, Uh, but it was actually two new episodes, uh, one for Patreons as well. Both are available for patrons already up at patreon.com slash DWATG. So if you're supporting the show, go and check those out. It's like an extra two and a half hours of content. See you
1: next week, kids.